0: All right, Tim, so the question for today's episode is, should doctors medically assist someone's death?
1: Yeah, well, no.
0: (laughs) Short and concise. All right, guys, that's the episode. The Bible says thou
1: shalt not kill, right? So Mm -hmm. I think we we stay away from that kind of thing.
0: (laughs) All right, well, here, before, let me help you try and reconsider your position. I found this article that I want to read to you and I think it presents a pretty compelling argument uh, as to why we should pro- we should support this. Right, so let, let me let me try and convince you. Um, this comes from CompassionandChoices.org. It's the uh, first website that came up when I was googling See? the terms to make sure that to make sure I was I was using you know the same terms that everyone who so if is, it's, is for this if it's the is first, using.
1: Yeah, if it's the first result, that means it's the best, right?
0: that means it's the truest the truest. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so so the the name of the the entire article is medical aid in dying is not assisted suicide, suicide or euthanasia. And then the very first section of the article <laughs> says medical aid in dying is fundamentally different from euthanasia. And it's uh, now, you know, This is a pretty good argument. I'm going to say this is a pretty good (laughs) argument. I don't know how you're going to overcome this. While both practices are designed to bring about a peaceful death, the distinction between the two comes down to who administers the means to that peaceful death. Euthanasia is an intentional act by which another person, not the dying person administers the medication by contrast. And here's the kicker, Tim, this is going to get you by contrast medical aid in dying requires the patient to be able to take the medication themselves and therefore always remain in control. So (laughs) I I don't know about you, Tim, but I think I got you on that one. (laughs) So it's it's not suicide.
1: It's not assisted suicide (laughs) because (laughs) I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine how this works. So it's not suicide. And it's not assisted suicide.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like if you knew if you had a friend who was like, "Hey, man, I'm in a really bad place right now," and you're like, "Okay, cool. Here's a bunch of pills. Right. Like, you're clean, man. <laughs> Come on, that that's not convincing to you.
1: Well, it's, it's one of those things that it um, <laughs> it's doing violence to the concept of suicide, and then it's also doing violence to the concept of assisted suicide because. I mean, suppose, supposedly, if you give them the means to kill themselves, and they take it themselves. Here,
0: here's the rope, man. <laughs> here's
1: the rope. Then, <laughs> here's somehow, the gun. then somehow both people are morally absolved of the responsibility for the act, because it was...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when the cops show up at your door, you're like, whoa, hang on. So, so I, mean, so like I if just he, gave him a rope. <laughs> I mean, if he got the rope himself, that would be suicide.
1: And then you like put the rope around his neck and kick the chair out from under his feet, then that would have been assisted suicide. But if you (laughs) give them the rope and they use it themselves, then no one's to blame. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It it just makes no sense. I mean, it makes no sense. uh, So besides, I mean, besides that, um, one of the things that's funny about it though, is, um, I mean, besides just how convoluted of logic this is that you can,
0: yeah, that's, that's just a, Imagine, imagine we're, you know, on the day of judgment and you were, you, you're you the person who helped someone All kill right. themselves, right? Right. Imagine going before God and saying, hey, I just gave them the medication. They <laughs> took it.
1: Well, then imagine them on the other side saying it wasn't suicide because they gave me the medication.
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I took
1: my, I mean, so it's a convoluted mess of like we've just yeah. like took take, we've taken these terms and we've just, uh, you know.
0: I mean, just make them whatever we want them to be. Yeah, Plato at this point. At this point but
1: know. what's what's interesting about it, though is just the primacy of um, the individual choice at that point. And it seems like the morality of everything, you know, as it relates to um, – topics like this that used to be considered taboo there's few things that um, are left over in terms of like the old morality and what's left over is this idea of consent consent essentially is the most important aspect of any moral transaction in the minds of many people mm-hmm. uh, so you know as you think through like sexual ethics in general um, you know most of our understanding of sexual ethics is um, now hanging on by a thread and it's only hanging on by a thread as it relates to the topic of consent so adultery is fine it's okay because it's two consenting adults homosexuality is fine because it's two consenting adults we're not yet at bestiality because you know there's the idea that the animal can't consent right Mm -hmm. (laughs) necessarily um i'm i'm not sure um the more we humanize animals then we may you know violate that line
0: hey that that dog was asking for it
1: (laughs) you see the way he you know wagged his tail or whatever yeah so uh but then like with children like pedophilia like that the, the reason why we're still holding on to that is because of this notion of consent and the, and the reason
0: why rape is still wrong is because like consent is
1: what's left over and so well
0: you, and even with the pedophilia thing i mean uh that's i mean it's about to go that's gonna go yeah, yeah it's, especially when you when you're fine with letting kids do all these other things
1: yeah. So if they can you know? self-identify, if a man, like a boy, can self-identify as a girl, then like you've done violence to the idea that you can't consent to certain moral actions below a certain yeah. age. So that's about to go. But what I'm trying to say is that the only thing left over of sexual immor- immorality is the idea of consent, and then you carry that over into this discussion of suicide, assisted suicide, and you know what what's happened is that if you choose the act yourself, then that's a triumphant act of bravery at that point right as long as you're in control as long as you're making that choice and and so i, I think this is just another example of how uh, the morality morality as defined by you know consent is just utterly insufficient and wholly inadequate to uh, to address the nature of the topic in general
0: yeah and so when it come when it comes to um i mean this is something that i mean even in the old testament like people killing themselves happens, right? right. Or, or people uh, even, uh, you know, like, I think it's, I, I guess it's um, Saul who, uh, is, I can't remember who they're fighting, but they get overrun essentially. Right. And he, he tells a sword bearer to run him through with a sword. Right. right? right. And, and, um and so you, ha- you, this is not an idea that's foreign to the Bible and, and really, normally it's it's presented as like an act of cowardice, right? Right, It's an
1: act of cowardice, and and so um, the servant actually did that, and then another servant uh, saw it, and he reported back to David, and he was trying to take credit for it, essentially. Mm-hmm. So he's trying to take credit for it, and because he wanted David to know he was on his side, but you know David put him to death for the act itself, for and he didn't even actually do it, right? Right. And so David put him to death, and you know how you know, the the logic of it was, you know, how dare you lay your hand against the Lord's anointed in that way? Weren't you afraid to do that? And because you weren't afraid, then, you know, if you would kill him, you would kill me, essentially, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But then, what's undergirding even that is just the notion that thou shalt not kill, right? You shall, you, sh- you shall not kill. So, you know, in the in the old covenant, you have, the you know, idea of you shall not kill, and you know, we shouldn't want anything to do with it. We want
0: to now. Does, okay, so we shouldn't kill, right? But then murder. We shouldn't, we shouldn't murder, but then if someone, you know, typically murder is the un, you know, the unjust, um, taking of life. Right. Which it, it seems like implies some form of like, um, the, the other person is totally unwilling. Right. But then that's different than the person who's like willingly laying down their life for someone else. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like that, like we shouldn't murder and murder is like the, un, you know, unjust or unlawful killing of another human being mm-hmm. uh, in that way. And so there, there are certain actions that we can undertake that means that we should forfeit our life that, that, that mm-hmm. we've, you know, like if we kill another person, you know, our blood will be spilt. You know, That's right. the definition of retributive justice at that point. You take a life, you lose a life. Uh, so that would be an act of judgment, but that's not an individual thing that's performed like in a vigilante kind of way. Um, so meaning like that, that job of avenging that life is given to the government and it's not something that we just have the authority on our own to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so human life is sacred. It's a gift given to God. And you know we need, um, we need a morally sufficient, like justifiable reason to take life. Uh, now you kill someone in self-defense, then um, that's, different from murder in that murder is intentional, it's planned, Um, but then all you're doing at that point is you're defending yourself, and you're using the same level of force that's being used against you, and that's someone throwing away their life in that way, Uh, but that's not just some sort of intentional act at that point. Now, in the idea of like assisted suicide, essentially what you're doing is you're playing God, and you're saying that you you have the right to determine that this life is no longer valuable in that way. And there's no moral reason give. I mean, there's no like morally sufficient reason like that the scriptures would give us that would allow us to, you know, um, play that kind of calculus.
0: Even so, like with your own life, right?
1: Even with your own life, yeah. It's a, it's an act of cowardice. It's a you know refusal to accept God's sovereignty at that point. It's um, basically just a failure of long suffering, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so you know, God God's the one who gives life. Life is precious, and and there are times when life gets hard, and there's times where um, you know, um, someone's given just an overwhelming sickness or suffering that um, we wouldn't wish upon anyone. But we don't have the authority just to casually lay aside the life just because we think it's compassionate. We ha- we serve God, and God sets parameters for these things, not us.
0: Now, is there ever like a um, is there like a concession made for the person who is? I mean, just like incredibly sick. So, like the person who is, you know, very, el- they're elderly, um, and then they get sick with something and they can technically live. Right. But, or, or like someone who's basically like a vegetable, you know, and you, like, you can pull the plug.
1: Yeah, there's a moral distinction to be made between like letting someone die and
0: killing them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
1: okay. Now, a lot of what hospice is doing and, you know, most people aren't aware of this as they go in and they actually are killing people, right? And so they're blurring those distinctions. They're blurring the distinctions between, you know, letting someone die and taking their life. Um, and, you know, we should be very hesitant to adopt certain policies and certain procedures that are going to be crossing that line. Now, I mean, you can artificially hook someone up to technology, uh, you know, like a breathing apparatus, Um to where their brain is dead. They have no brain activity and you have them hooked up to that. And so the Bible doesn't command us to artificially preserve life through any means part possible at any expense necessary for as long as it takes forever. Um, like meaning like, um, you know, there's certain technologies that we have access to now where we can keep them, you know, hooked up to a breathing machine or whatever else. They don't have any brain activity, they're vegetable. Mm-hmm. Uh and so it is not incumbent upon us to take advantage of those technologies. But then if you refuse to do that, all you're doing is letting them go. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a like, very different moral a, act. A, na-
0: a natural process is taking over.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a, like um, their body is done, you know, and you're just recognizing what's happening and you're yeah. refusing to continue to resuscitate indefinitely. with So no that, hope. that's very different, though, than you know poisoning them right
0: <laughs> right or
1: starving them to death yeah. Or, like yeah that's those are very different like at that point you're you're um you're not just allowing them to go to their inevitable end you're um you're, you're this is a different moral act
0: right and and so i guess just as like a final closing thought basically for the doctors who are helping do these things and thinking they're doing the compassionate thing by helping someone end their own life Really, that blood is on their hands as well. Right. right? As and there's God. not like a technicality that says, well, hey, just because I, you know, I gave them the medicine, right. Right. That doesn't absolve me in God's eyes from the wrongful taking of life. Right. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's like if you built some apparatus in your home that, um, you know, built the bomb, you know, built the chair, uh, built the shack or whatever, you know. Um, built, built the button that you can press to end it all you know you open the door up and you show them where to sit you show them what to do and then you walk out you press the button <laughs> you know and then you say I didn't have anything to do with that, that that's not going <laughs> to
0: yeah yeah okay fair enough this has been another episode of Bible Bashed we hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move.